0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, you know, there are times in your life when you need a bit of help. Carrying a bag of shopping on a bus, and getting off a bus, pushing a buggy with twins and opening a spring-loaded shop door. Bits and pieces of life that are made much easier with a kind hand, a step forward and a smile. And there are times when you know you need help, but you don't really know what you want. There used to be a time when we could relax in the knowledge that as illness or happenstance befell us, an ambulance would come and scoop you up. A policeman would be reassuring just by being there and the fire service would run towards what most of us would run away from. These days have your home broken into and eventually the police will give you a crime number for you to make an insurance claim. In 2021-22, There were 192,000 home burglaries reported in England and Wales. That's an average of 526 burglaries a day. And I make that as a house being burgled every 164 seconds. Around 4,700 adults were sentenced for a domestic burglary offence in 2019. That's about 2.5%. Ambulance response times, well, it's been days, hours, and enough say it can now be about half an hour. The fire service are still heroic. Their work has changed. I heard tell of an elderly woman whose predilection was for smoking in bed. Well into her 80s, (laughs) who's going to tell this dear old lady to get, get her nicotine patches on? The fire service turned up with a fireproof quilt, a free fire alarm and an ashtray with a self-closing lid. Brilliant. Multi-agency response. Ain't it grand when a plan comes together? Well, it looks like very one, one partnership is very likely to unravel. Police services up and down the country attend mental health calls for help and hold the fort until a community psychiatric worker or other health professional can turn up and take over. They take people to places of safety and generally do a great job. It's all coming to an end. Somebody has decided that police can save, quote, a million hours of police time a year and investigate some burglaries by leaving the NHS to get on with it. Now I can understand the pressures the Home Office are under for results, but in a classic case of the right hand not knowing what the left hand is doing, there is an interesting new report from the Public Accounts Committee about mental health services. Here are a few facts. 17,000 staff, that's about 12% left the NHS mental health workforce last year. The mental health workforce increased by 22% overall between 2016 and 2022, but referrals to these services increased by 44% over the same period. Staff vacancy rates in acute inpatient mental health services are at approximately 20% or more. There's still no measure of parity of esteem for services. An estimated 1.2 million people are on the waiting list, the waiting list for community mental health services. The NHS spends £12 billion on mental health services, around 9% of its total budget. The proportion of 17 to 19 year olds with a probable mental health disorder more than doubled from 10% in 2017 to 26% last year. Of the 29 integrated care boards surveyed by the National Audit Office, only four had all or most of the data they needed to assess patient and user experiences and none of them had this in relation to patient outcomes. When asked by the Public Accounts Committee about the relative value for for money and returns on investment, the Department and NHS England could not explain the cost-effectiveness of their chosen interventions for mental health services. This is a miserable set of numbers and even more gloomy about the position mental health health services occupy in the hierarchy of care. Cinderella services doesn't quite do it. Forgotten, swept under the carpet, too difficult, abandoned. The Public Accounts Committee have told NHS England in six months' time they must, and I quote, write to the Public Accounts Committee sending out what targeted interventions are envisaged for the mental health sector under the workforce plan to ensure it can get the doctors, nurses, therapists and other clinical and non-clinical staff that the service needs and who will be responsible for delivering them or somebody's feet is going to be held to the fire, and unless there is a miracle, this is going to be a very difficult letter to write and even more interesting to read. In the meantime, setting a new relationship with police services might just find its way to the top of the to-do list. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye.